What's up, friends? Welcome back to the Dark Waters. I'm your host, Josh. Uh, it's Wednesday afternoon. Uh, I hope everyone's had a good week so far. Um, it's probably going to be my last episode for the week. Uh, I'm leaving Friday to go to Lake George uh, for the uh, KBF trail event up there. Uh, really excited about that, as you guys already know. But um, yeah, so I hope everyone's had a good week so far. I can't really complain. Uh, I went in the water today, this morning. Um, caught a few. Uh, nothing gigantic, um, you know, but I'm sure you'll see it on Instagram because, you know, I'm, I'm always, uh, always striving for attention. Um, but, um, yeah, good day. Um, uh, I'm on the crankbait, the top water. So I, I had fun, I had a lot of fun. Um, but, uh, man, I'm, I'm so excited about this weekend. Uh, Lake George is a special place to me. Uh, this, in fact, this whole episode, uh, with Brian, uh, balls are, it was, is mainly about Lake George. Um, so, I mean, we'll just jump into it now. Right. So, uh, but yeah, but Lake George is a special place. Uh, I did the tournament there last year, just a big body of water, uh, deep and some shallow gigantic, large mouth and small mouth. Uh, it's, it's going to be fun. Uh, a lot of good, a lot of great sticks going to be there. I think Kim Wood, Jason Gardner, uh, Derek Brundle, Matt Conant, um, just to name a few, but, uh, yeah, it's gonna be interesting though, because, uh, you know, New York, we have that crazy uh, restriction where, like, certain states, if you come here, you got to quarantine for 14 days. So I think it's going to hurt the uh, – hurt, you know, how many people actually sign up to do it. But, um, you know, it's still going to be fun. Uh, you know, we got enough people in New York just to make it a good event. So I think we're – it's it's up 50. We're hoping to get, like, 75, and I think that would be great. But, uh, man, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, not going to get a ton of pre-fish, but uh, I'm not that good anyway. So it's not like pre-fish really helps me out. Uh, it just makes me feel cool when I tell people I do it, but uh, you know I kind of got an idea what I'm gonna do, so we'll see. But uh, man, I'm really looking forward to it. Brian, Brian, it was cool having him on the show. Uh, he he knows the area really good. He's the uh, tournament director for the Adirondack KBF Trail event, um, and Lake George is right in his alley. So it's cool to have a friend like that, kind of give you the ups and downs, and you know what to expect. And uh, you know one of the things that he emphasized on is safety. Uh, it's it's a big lake big attention a lot of people go there jet skis uh party boats uh you know it's a it's a very popular place so uh anyone who's going to go down there uh good luck safe travels be safe you know do the precautions you know your orange flag and headlight and those cool disco lights you guys got on your kayaks you know make sure you got all that you know be as safe as possible uh but uh yeah i'll be getting there friday so if you're there hit me up man um I'm going to be there all the way till Sunday, so I like to drink beer, uh, so, you know, if you guys want to meet someplace, grab some beers, as long as we, whatever, uh, social distance, I don't know, whatever, um, we'll figure it out, but, uh, yeah, I'll be there, I'll be camping up north, um, and, yeah, hit me up, uh, love to talk to you guys, I got hand out stickers, you can put it on your kayak, or your beer fridge, or throw it away, I don't give a shit, uh, you know, make it, but, uh, yeah, I'll be there. Uh, literally looking forward to it, but um, other than that, let me just go ahead and thank my supporters, uh, X Lures, uh, my favorite plastics, uh, Capital D, Capital W, fifteen or some discount on some plastics. Uh, David Cruz and his Outdoorsman Coffee. Uh, make sure you stay caffeinated and get get it from someone of one of our own. Uh, Dark Waters, fifteen or some discount. But uh, yeah, that's that's it for this week, guys. I hope everyone has a safe weekend, safe travels. Make sure you guys tag me, keep me updated on everything going on. Oh yeah. Uh, make sure you guys check out Slay Nation. Slay Nation is doing another charity event for, uh, I think it's Kate, uh, slaying for Kate. If I said her name wrong, I, I'm a dickhead for saying it wrong. But uh, it's a charity event for the month of September. Uh, you know, 
look at look it up. I don't really want to tell the story because I don't know too much. I know that she, you know, it's, it's a young girl who uh, was diagnosed with a uh, a unique type of uh, cancer. So I'm also going to do it. That that pulls at my heartstrings. So uh, check it out. But I'll you know check out Slay Nation in general. We're doing some great things. Uh, I just jumped on board the team. We'll be doing a uh, a kayak series only tournament. Uh, trail series. Uh, I'll be running the, the New York State one, but we're looking at doing like state and regional things. Uh, you know, just just our little part. Like, you know, the idea came for me to to try to do something like this because I don't know how, how next year is going to be. I know some of the bigger organizations are consolidating. I'm not going to speak for them or anything like that, but I just from what I've talked to some of them. You know, I think KBF is getting smaller next year. So I, I think the Northeast is going to be lacking on events, like it usually does. No one comes up here yet. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what we got to do to. Uh, you know, bring some of the bigger events, a uh, bigger uh, tournament series up here. But uh, this is this is what we'll do until then. Um, you know, and we'll, we'll we'll do good at it, man. We'll have, we'll have a lot more tournaments up here in the Northeast. I know Kim Wood and Jason Gardner they're looking at doing a regional uh, trail as well. So I'm looking forward to next year uh, being in the Northeast. Uh, I'm, I'm I love it up here. I love fishing up here, and hopefully we can get some more eyes on us. Um, just. You know, it's a beautiful place to fish, I man. We got, especially New York. New York's not short of great places to fish. So uh, make sure you just check it out. You know, they got the whole uh, John Boat tournaments as well, too, or small boats, small water, watercraft tournaments. But uh, Slate Nation, make sure you check them out. Uh, doing great things. But uh, that's it, guys. Have a great, safe weekend. Uh, talk to you next week. Ciao. All right, Brian, welcome back to the Dark Waters. Uh, how are you? You look like you're doing great. We've been talking a little bit, and you got the uh, the St. Lawrence River right behind you. Um, look, you're having a good time. I am, buddy. I am. Thanks for having me on again. Most appreciated. Oh, dude, it's important that I had you on. This is a big week for us New Yorkers. This is the uh, – we've been waiting. This should have happened months ago, almost a year ago, it feels like. But uh, it's finally here. We finally get to do what we've been you know talking about for a long time, and that's – you know, fish tournament on Lake George, which I think is huge. I think it's huge. Absolutely, buddy. I couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, super excited to get it going. Uh, I took a little time off this week before the big event, but there's been a lot of prep work into it so far. Um, so it turns out there's a tourism bureau, bureau in Lake George, and they know about it. They talked to Christy Hoover uh, a little while back, and there are. Um, there are all types of arrangements made with hotels for discounted rates. Um, you know, due to the whole COVID thing, it's a little weird. You know, they were arranging for like, uh, you know, family discount rates at like the, uh, the amusement parks and all that jazz. But those things are kind of shut down at the moment. So um, right. you know, we, did get, we did get some really cool stuff. I didn't even know that existed. You know, when they when she first contacted me, she's like, you know, I can do all this stuff for you. I'm like, wait, I got to stop you. Like, how much does it cost? And she looks at me she's like it's free this is a free service it's a i'm like yeah okay we'll take it all <laughs> we'll take it all <laughs> no, i mean what do you what do you think about it, like, it's going to be like this year as far as you know because lake george isn't a boring place it's big for tourism um and obviously things aren't completely shut down in new york but we also know that the travel restrictions restrictions are going to affect uh who comes up here but would you think it's going to be crowded there with tourists or do you think it's going to be kind of uh it's gonna be an off season right it's been off season everywhere 
Yeah, I was hoping for that in the beginning of the season. Turns out everybody wants to be on the water, and I can't say that I blame them. Being all cooped up and not being able to do all the normal things, this is one thing that they can do. So I know that my local kayak dealer has been sold out of kayaks as soon as they come in. Um, Boat places are also like that. The water is busy, man. It is very busy. You know, and I'd even say that it is maybe more busy than normal because people have more more free time on their hands at the moment. Um, so it's, it's not the ideal time to go out there. Um, with all that being said, the fishing is dynamite right now. Um, there are many, many great reports. Um, small mouth are killing it deep. The large mouth are hanging out in the beds. They're a little bit deeper too. Um, you know, I, I, last week I caught one about, uh, it was about 22 feet deep. Um, it was right on the edge of a grass bed. So, um, there's a lot of those awesome grass beds in that lake but uh got on a tangent there uh (laughs) it's gonna be busy it's gonna be really busy um i think everyone needs to expect that going in you know and it'll be the the normal ebb and flow of the day you know in the morning it's gonna be awesome as long as there's no weather which i can't really tell if there's gonna be yet or not but it's looking pretty good um the morning will be awesome you'll catch an awesome sunrise on one of the most beautiful lakes in america um and then it you'll see it once the sun comes out, it's not, it's like seven, eight o'clock. You'll see that first boat or the first jet ski. And then by 10 o'clock, it is crazy. So yeah. a lot of things, um, you know, anything you can do to help be seen is going to be in your best, um, you know, best defense, really, uh, you know, bright, bright clothing. You know, if you got a boat, you got a uh, bright boat and you, you know, obviously you can't really switch the color of your boat, but, um, flags all that jazz um it will be helpful on the lake because uh oh yeah can't hold it like that it'll be helpful on the lake um it's gonna be busy uh tiki bars steamboats steamboats um there's parasailing barges there's all types of pleasure crafts there's jet skis i saw one of those uh fishing jet skis recently that was um to sea do it's like 14 grand i think or at least it was it's all decked out with Lawrence. One guy comes cruising up to me. We're kind of admiring each other's boats last week. It was it was pretty cool. But the problem <laughs> is, like, you know, I don't love jet skiers that close to me, especially when I'm fishing. You know, right? Um, it. It's crazy. But uh, the fishing is the the easy part, man. The fishing will be the easy part. The fish are in their summer their summer mode. They're doing what they normally do. Um, you can find bait. You can find fish. Um, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a good tournament. Um, what do you think is going to be the, uh, the number? What do you think is going to be the magical number to win it? Well, I mean, I, it's hard for me to even say like, cause I'm not, I'm not, I'm kind of nervous about this tournament because, uh, the last time I went, it's always, it was early spring. I mean, it was almost the water, like it was almost winter temperatures in the morning. Uh, luckily it warmed up throughout the day, but I mean, I remember the, the water tends being like in like the forties, uh, last time we fished there. And so it's like, I don't even know what this lake looks like right now. Uh, I've been on, um, like Google earth and stuff like that. I'm like, Oh shit, look at this lake. It's totally different than what, you know, especially the parts that I was looking at. I'm like, it looks like a totally like there's grass on the top. There's mats. There's, there's things like you just didn't expect to see on Lake George. And I'm like, it's a, t- it's a totally different body of water. So I don't know. Um, I mean, obviously I think it's going to be, uh, you know, it's just a great lake. So I think it's going to be you know, it's, it's going to be hard, right? I, I'm, I'm thinking like 89, 92 inches, maybe. Um, I, I was thinking 92, 94. Yeah. Uh, 
The lakes loaded with 19s and 20s. I saw a picture of a 22-inch smallmouth. Can you imagine catching that thing, dude? Like, it's I'm hoping that's what I, uh, seriously, I'm hoping that's what I catch out here. I mean, uh, that's that's why I came here. But yeah. uh, those big ones, mate, they've eluded me. They've eluded me so far. So, uh, but at Lake George, like, there are definite, there are a bunch of 19s and 20s. Um, problem is you got to find them. Um, and it's such a big lake, just like this place. It's massive. So in a kayak, that can be difficult. So, yeah. uh, you know, doing your homework and all that jazz before beforehand is definitely worthwhile. You know what makes uh, this lake hard, though? It's hard to really do your homework and not get overwhelmed by it because there's so many different kind of bites there. There's so many good bites. There's a shallow bite. There's the uh, an offshore bite. There's ledges. There's grass. There's... I mean, there's there's the the creeks off the main land. I mean, like there's just so much that you can look at. It's it's almost like, you know, close your eyes and just throw a fucking arrow and wherever that lands. It's a good place to fish right now. You know what I mean? But it's just like, you know, really like honing into what your strengths are because I don't know. Like I just feel like you don't know. Like yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so some of the things that I saw when I was on there recently, uh, the surface temps are like 78, 79, which is pretty warm for Lake George. Um, warmer than normal. Usually it only gets to like the mid seventies. Um, you know, I think that might've been in a bay too. So obviously the shallow you get, the warmer it's going to be, but, um, you know, the smallmouth bite is going to be on fire, but the, it's always tough because it's hard to find them on that big lake. I got a yeah. truck going by. Hold on a second, buddy. Jake break. <laughs> See ya. Uh, so the largemouth will also be on fire. There are so many big, fat, lazy largemouth that live on the edge of the weeds. And this time of year, they're on the outside edge of the weeds and they can be deep. Um, if you see anything on the lake that looks like a ridge, like say, say you're looking at Navionics or one of the lake maps and you see like a, a hump that comes out or a ridge or a spine or something, those are all going to have fish on them. Every single one of them. Um, depending on the depth is probably the biggest factor of what you'll catch there. If it's shallower than 20 feet or it's around 20 feet, you're probably going to catch largemouth. If you're fishing anywhere from 20 to 40 feet, um, maybe even 50 feet, uh, you're going to get into the smallmouth. Um, I got this fancy dancy, uh, I think it's called a fish eagle. It's basically something I throw on my big rod and I throw a heavy weight on it. And what it does, is it gives me a temperature reading all the way down to the bottom. So I go out i went out into 110 feet of water and i dropped that thing from my boat and it went all the way down to the bottom and when it comes back up i can file through it and i can see what the temperature was in five foot intervals so at five feet it was 76 at eight, eight, 10 feet it was this where it changes is 40 feet like 39 40 feet that's where the thermocline is and so the smallmouth are hanging out on that stuff yeah. but I mean, that's all good info. Like, I, I can think myself to death, like I said earlier. Problem is, like, it's tough to fish 40 feet, man. You can't throw a chatterbait to 40 feet. You can't throw a crankbait to 40 feet. Yeah, and that's, uh, what, I was, that's what I was thinking. Because when you look and think about the bodies of water that we do most of our tournaments on, you know, especially, like, the uh, the Northeast with, like, KBF, uh, I feel like Lake George is different than any other lake because it is such a a deep lake. And it's such a big, a, a big deep lake because it's, like, yeah, you can go offshore, but where are you going to look? Like, how do you, how do you, how do you even start to find out where this is going to be? And you could be there all day, uh, trying to graph and try to figure this shit out and trying to find the good bite. But the lake's so huge, it's like fishing a Great Lake sometimes. It's like, 
you know, Rhapsody where do you go? Because the, the fish have so many places to go uh, that it's just like, especially if you're targeting like smallmouth, it's just like it's it's not like, uh, you know, what I would say like Cayuga, which is I mean, it's big, but nowhere near, I would say, like the, some of the sizes of like uh, of the way like George gets. Um, and, and like it's just limited to where like the, the points and stuff are or those uh, those those those, uh, those places you find your graph. Like I just when I was on Lake George last year, I'm like. This is huge. Like the dissect this is it's it's an incredible task. And um, yeah, I remember I remember running into to um, uh, to Derek Brundle for the first time, and he was out there for like a week just catching fish all over the place. And it's just like he like the challenge was like, where do I go to find the big fish? Because you can find fish, but where do you go to find the winning fish? And you know, it's it's a, it's a unique fishery, I think, for like a, a northeast tournament. Well, I guess if I had an option, I'd probably follow Derek because he seems to yeah. find the weakness quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. But was it but was it Ken Wood who who won it in the shallows last year? Okay, no, it was Ken Woods, man. Yeah. Um, he was, uh, you know, I don't want to divulge too much about don't, where he was. Don't, because I've already I've already talked about him. He's nervous about it. <laughs> yeah, I know. It did too. Um, uh, Ken's the man, and he's a hell of a fisherman. Um, he's always been friendly and always been really cool with us. He's been helpful and promoting um so i definitely don't want to blow up his spot but at the same time like it was it wasn't that wasn't pre-spawn early season shallow water bite um and that's not to say that you can't catch nice fish shallow water right now but it's a little less predictable um you know there are and you know i guess going back to answer your question buddy i i you know if you're gonna go out and fish shallow water it's your normal stuff that you deal with on every one of our tournaments in a normal lake where you're fishing 20, 30, usually shallower than that, way shallower than that, um, at least bass fishing. Um, so this is a little bit of a different animal. Um, so if you're going to go out and go, you know, if you're going to go out looking for, for shallow water stuff, do what you normally do. But if you're going to go out and you're going to go on offshore looking for good stuff, make sure you got. A couple things make sure you got good equipment um you know the right boat uh you know make sure that all that jazz make sure you can be seen because there are a bunch of people who don't care about kayaks on that lake um and there are a bunch of people who do care about them but if you're going to go offshore and you're going to try and find those uh that pack of big small mouth you know study your maps anything that sticks out of the nor the normal those big small mouth they'll cruise 70 foot flats they'll cruise over 70 feet of water in the middle suspended but then they'll congregate on anything that sticks out so in this lake is full of under submerged rock piles or what i call submerged islands or if you were to drain this lake man you'd see thousands of little spires sticking up out of the out of the base of the lake because there are so many rock piles and humps and i that places that are almost islands and it's it's pretty cr- incredible. It reminds me a lot of the St. Lawrence in some ways, and it also is um, reminds me of some of the, the Great Lakes in some ways too, because it is so big and it's enormous. Um, and like you said, you can spend all day offshore, and if you're not in the right spot, you're not going to have much luck. Um, you know, I guess if you know, answering your question in a long-winded, beer-enjoying kind of way. Uh, <laughs> You know, if you're going to go, if you're going to go for largemouth, do what you normally do in every tournament, you know, look, look at those docks because the docks are awesome. Lake George, there's thousands of them and they're everywhere. And the big fish do sit on the docks, big largemouth. This time of year, probably be on the deeper docks. You can find a dock that's 15 to 20 feet deep. That's a good dock. Um, But 
but there are lots of fish on the docks. There are lots of fish in the weed beds that are 15, 10 feet, 25 feet. Um, but if you're going to go offshore, just, you know, do your homework. You know, if you got some, if you got some underwater points picked out or some ridges picked out or, you know, whatever structure you're looking at, um, you know, do your homework, you know, pay attention to the weather. There are white caps that yeah. just eat people alive every year. There's always, there's all, it's, it's unfortunate, man, because there's always some story of someone who rented a kayak in the beginning part of the season, got eaten up in the, in the white caps and then, um, you know, didn't make it back. Yeah. I realize that's not the guys who we fish with and we're a little bit more experienced, but it can happen. It can happen. So well, I got, I got know, caught last year on uh you know, where, uh, was it Rogers uh, cliff or whatever? Rogers rock. Yeah. The Rogers rock. Like, like it's 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 the narrow it's kind of a narrow part but it gets to like a hundred feet deep and it goes sure all does. the way across the lake and there's a rock face on one side and then on the other side I maybe I don't know what was there but I was on the rock face side and I got hit by a uh, a northern wind last year at the tournament and it was bad it was white cap and I was stuck in a place where I had no choice but to keep going forward I couldn't um you know, I couldn't bank you know, I couldn't find a bank that to ride it out like I had to keep paddling yeah. to get back to the campground because I got stuck out there and it was big it was scary it was one of those times where I was lucky I had a uh, the, the kayak that I did you know where it was like I I, I learned that day how stable my kayak was because I was I was shitting my pants it was a good thing I was yeah. wearing like dark dark shorts that day because I was shitting myself uh the whole time <laughs> trying to uh get back home so you could definitely get caught off guard out there <laughs> Good thing for dark shorts, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That lake, it, it's, she's fickle, man. She'll be calm and glass one minute. And then any type of north or south wind, it's not exactly situated north-south. It's kind of at an angle from southwest to northeast. But, man, there are some spots that can really funnel wind and uh, do some crazy predicaments. Uh, I've sunk a kayak, uh, not a kayak. I've sunk a canoe on that lake. Um it was the same thing. It was glass. And then all of a sudden the big heavy wind came up and it was when I was making the turn to go back, like, Oh my God, this is too bad. We need to go back. We went back. And when we made the turn, a whole wave just spilled over the side of the, of the canoe and just sunk us, man. We were in like 40 feet of water. We could swim. It was warm. We could, we were fine. Um, we all had life jackets on, but yeah, it's, it's, it can be a difficult lake. Um, the biggest thing for me, when I was out there recently, uh, the weather was kind of nice, kind of like now. It's not too bad. The wind's not blowing too hard. And probably, but, man, yeah, the boat traffic throws some crazy waves out of nowhere. Um, and, it, you know, we're all in big kayaks, and we can, we've seen them before. We can handle them. But at the same time, when you, they come out of nowhere, that's, you yeah. know, just make just keep your head on a swivel. It's a big lake. Um, ever since, we, you know, this is – we're honored to be have uh, to, to have the option to throw our third trail event and t technically our fourth because there's two this weekend. Um, KBF has kind of kind of backed us and you know help you know facilitated the way for us. Um, but we're great. We're gratefully we're grateful that we can show the lake and show what it's about and show the big ass fish that are in it. Um, but at the same time, every every year since we've been able to advertise this, um, safety has been number one because this lake is mean, um, and it can it can be mean. It can be mean. Hopefully, we get a nice day where it's not even an issue. 
What's up, <laughs> Actually, I think that's a different one. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of <laughs> rambling. But yeah, I just the biggest thing that I want to emphasize is safety. Um, there's going to be it's going to be a busy day. You're going to see crazy waves where you don't expect to see them. Um, if the wind blows, there's going to be white caps. So be ready for that stuff. If um, and if it's really bad, don't don't test it. <laughs> you know, you can get to some deep water spots right offshore if you're looking at the right spots on the lake. Um, right. There's one spot in the middle of the lake on the east side where it's 184 feet right off the edge, right off the shoreline. Um, there's actually a big cliff where people jump, uh, do backflips and stuff. Um, I was always too fat for that. I never did that. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you, so, what are your thoughts? Uh, right now I'm looking at the, uh, the roster. There's obviously a few, like the Northeast is showing out as far as, uh, you know, the sticks that we have up here. Uh, but right now I think we're at 40 something anglers that are signed up. How, how many do you predict for, uh, Saturday? Well, last year we had 133, man. I was hoping right. that we were going to crack that hundred mark. Um, we're in a weird spot, though, with this whole COVID thing. Um, People can't come here without quarantine for 14 days. Legally. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, I was thinking about it. Can you socially distance yourself on a kayak and do a tournament out of state? If you were being legit about it, you probably could, you know. Yeah. But at the same time. Little, little against the regulations if you're coming from a place that's flagged right now. Um, yeah. Do I think that a bunch of people came here and quarantined for two weeks for this tournament? Probably not. Um, right. But I do expect a good showing. And I, I you know, based on what we see now, uh, I don't think it's going to be quite the hundred that I was hoping for. Um, but I, I hope to see like 60, 70, 80. Uh, I know in this last week, uh, there usually is a big, Okay, it's coming up. Everyone get in. I know I just paid my dues today. Yeah. Uh, so I'm hoping that we hit that 70 mark. 70 is a good number. Yeah, I um, like that. The first trail event we did, we had 34. We just cracked that 30 minimum registration line. The second one we did was 133. So literally 101 people more. Um, and then this one is going to be in the middle. Um People know about it, but I don't think everyone can get to it based on the whole COVID situation, um, yeah. which is crazy, man. I mean, uh, I, I just uh, I want to go back to normal. I'm sure you do, too, and everybody else who's going to hear this. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? You know what is normal, though? The fish feeding on Lake George. So that will be uh, that will be exciting. And hopefully we can uh, go out there and slam them, buddy. I'm, I'm yeah. hoping to slam them. Let me ask you this, and then we'll move on to a few other things I want to ask you. Like, where do you think it'll be one? Do you think it'll be one in the North Basin or the South? I know. Water um, base that if the largemouth bite is on and people get into a whole bunch of 19, 20 inch large, that's going to be tough to beat. Um, that's fickle in the summertime, especially in the middle of the day hot summer day with a lot of boat traffic so you know um also you know if someone gets into a stacked cordwood of smallmouth at 40 feet you know that's gonna be tough to beat too because there are giants giant long smallmouth in there uh so it definitely can be one anywhere it can be one anywhere um the, the, the i guess it all the deciding factor is going to come down to 
are the largemouth really on that day or will a bag of smallmouth take it? Because right. I got a feeling whoever gonna whoever wins this is not gonna have a mixed bag. They're gonna have one or the other. Okay. All right, fair enough. All right, so first thing, that tournament that I did with you guys sucked. I hated it. I had a hard time. <laughs> that, that, was, you know, that. that was the most frustrating day of my life. Dude, I I, I was I I feel you. <laughs> um, so I I scored one fish that day. I caught like five or six, but five of them were under ten inches. Um, and I went to the same spot where a couple weeks earlier I'd gotten a seventeen, a nineteen, a bunch of fifteens. I'm like, you know, if I do that, I'm gonna have a shot today. I was not the only person there. Um, Aaron Doyle, Lou Badillo. Um, couple other guys showed up to the same spot thinking the same thing because they had done the same thing. They had they had gone there. They had had success. But, yeah, we showed up that day and uh, absolutely nothing. We were on the Hudson um, yeah. probably about, I guess it's on the northern end, um, the northern end of that, uh, of the whole territory there. Um, you were on the Mohawk, right? You were on the – you were on the I was, far I was, west. I was, about as far, yeah, I was about as far as west as you could go uh, as yeah. far as uh, the limits. Just because it was – you know, it was a – out of nowhere decision to do it, and I didn't have time to go and fish all the way up. But I wish I would have, because where I was was like strictly smallmouth, and I'm horrible at uh, targeting smallmouth in the river. So it was a uh, it was a shot in the dark. I ended up catching a, a really good sized smallmouth, but I caught in the weird I, I caught in the weirdest spot. I caught it in a spot you would think you would have caught a large mouth, like up in some like uh, kind of the grass area where you could throw a frog almost. And uh, yeah. I threw a I threw a wacky rig, and it hit hard. And I'm like, holy shit. I mean, it, it, it did cartwheels in the water. I'm like, it's a smallmouth. And it was about an 18 and a quarter. So for me on a river, that's really good. Hell yeah, man. That's a great fish. Dude, cannot thank you enough for the support and coming and joining us on that. Um, it was fun. It was just tough. Really appreciate that. Yeah. I, I, that, I guess the whole day was tough. I mean, there were not a lot of big totals. I had in mind a spot where I know I can go and catch a thousand 12 inch smallmouth. Like I know I can do that. And I decided against it. And then I had like four bites all day, five bites all day. So it was, um, you know, it was, I thought my, I thought myself out of the good spot on that one. Um, but yeah, I've got some experience. I lived at the tail end of the Mohawk where it hits the Hudson river in, in the Albany area. Um, yeah. there's some waterfalls and there's some big deep pockets because of those waterfalls. And those, those spots have always been good. I was thinking about going there. I didn't end up doing it. Um, but I've never fished the area where you were up at. And um, I know it gets drained a lot. It drops, it rises, it drops, it rises, depending on the season and what the canal's doing, because it's all part of the Erie Canal. Um, so, so yeah, I, I mean, you know, when it drops, you don't see any vegetation. You just see rocks and some humps and yeah. stuff. So it's it's got to be tough. Like, it's got to be tough to live in that environment. Like, if you're a fish, yeah. like, there ain't the nothing water, the water. rocks. The water's dark all the time too. It's all muddy. It's it's just it's a tough place to fish. Uh, but I mean, at least I do know that there is good sized smallmouth there. So it's just you know it's August, man. It's not supposed to be easy. This is when like uh, people really show like their skills, like going out there and fishing these miserable conditions and these these tough conditions. You know, it's not like you know springtime or early summer's over. Like you're not catching. You know, when you look at the tournaments going on right now, not everyone's catching the big 20, 21 inch. You're just seeing people win with like. 16 17 18 9 inch you know yeah. you know big bass i mean so it, it's just a, it wasn't a bad tournament it was just one of those ones where you're just like 
I can't do anything right. I've been out here for, you know, hours and hours, haven't got a bite. I've thrown this, I've thrown that. And it's just like, oh, I really want to get off the water, but you, you don't want to be <laughs> that guy. You don't want to be that guy. You know what? I was that guy. I, and I, I run the damn league. <laughs> and normally I'm all about do not quit, do not quit. But man, it, like one o'clock hit and there was an hour and a half left. I'm like, I have tried everything. It is scorching hot. I have no confidence right now. I'm, I'm done. I, I, I fucking hate to say it, man, but I quit. That sucks. Well, I mean, well, now, that, now that we're being honest, like, was, literally, literally the day that I pre-fished, I got out of the like, I went there. It poured on me all morning, and it wasn't supposed to. It said like there was not, there wasn't gonna be rain. And then I got on the water, and it, it traditionally like downpour for like two hours. So for two hours, I'm just like waiting for this to stop. So I went out there anyways, I'm just like fishing, and I'm like, oh, any second now, it's gonna stop because it's not supposed to be here. And so two hours later, I'm like, Jesus Christ, and I didn't, I didn't get a a bite or anything. And finally, I caught a little fish, but it was to the point like I'm not doing this. Like I, I need to catch fish because you know I got the podcast, I got content I gotta put out. I'm like, nope, I'm not doing this tournament. They can keep the money. So like I said, that I, that I supported you know my friends, and then uh, I'm just gonna fish them around the house. And then around like nine o'clock that night, I'm like, don't be a pussy, Josh. Get out there and go fish a tournament. <laughs> second wind at nine. Yeah. It happens. Nine nine thirty is usually the time that second wind happens. Yeah. Sometimes it'll get you. Sometimes it's a good idea. Sometimes it'll get you. <laughs> but, uh, it's cool. I, mean, I, I, I definitely next year, you know, see how things go. I don't know if I'm gonna be doing a lot of traveling next year. Uh, I think in the beginning of the year I'm gonna do a lot of travel, you know, like you know, like those early uh, springtime down south because we don't have much up here. And so I'm gonna go hit some of those events. But I think like next year during like our season, the Northeast season, I'm really gonna stick strictly to the Northeast and uh, really try to go fish some of these tournaments out with you guys. Uh, I know Kim Wood and those guys are, are coming up with some stuff for the Northeast. But I really think I'm just gonna be like Northeast bound next year instead of. Uh, that's what, that's what I did this year. This year sucked. Like, I mean, I, I didn't get to do any of the tournaments I wanted to do this year, uh, except for, like, the yeah. Santa Cooper. So, it's just, like, I think next year, like, you know, after, after fishing so much in the Northeast this year, like, I'm obsessed with the Northeast. I was like, why would I want to go anywhere else right now? Uh, you know, spend, spend the money, drive the 18 hours to get there, to only pre-fish one day, get my ass kicked because I can't figure out a, a body of water in time where, like, I do. I got so many great stuff up here as long as, you know, cool heads, you know, you know, whatever we can, we can make a, something really big and nice up here with all the different fisheries Absolutely. we have. So I, th- I, th- I think, I think next year I'm just going to be a Northeast guy, and people can come to us because I'm tired of going to them. So I think it's just, I, I really think, I really think Northeast is going to be fun next year. Listen to this, hashtag 2021 Slayer Na- Slay Nation Northeast. Oh. Okay, all right. Now we got to talk about that because I got to figure out if I, if you guys want me to come out. To where you guys are at with some of the tournaments and stuff. It's just, it's just, it's weird bringing a new uh, series up here because we already got so much good stuff up here, anyways. I've been, and I've, uh, so we've run this league for four years, but unofficially for five years. Um, anytime that I've run into it, I welcome it, buddy. I will support you. I will fish your tournaments. I, I look forward to it. Um, you know, I, I enjoy being a tournament director, and I enjoy putting together the Adirondack KBF. But at the same time, man, I long for just going out and fishing and not having to worry about that tournament direction. Right. So right. if you want to come and be a tournament director in my area and I can come fish your tournaments, I am all about it. <laughs> <laughs> but right. seriously, though, um, you know, I support you. If you have any questions or you need any, you need to fire any ideas off anybody, I'm happy to help. Cool, man. All right. Well, we'll wrap this thing up, dude. Like, what are you doing in the St. Lawrence right now? 
uh, you're at Cape Vincent, I believe. Uh, is there? Is, I thought there was a big boat tournament going on this this week or this past weekend. Are you seeing any of the uh, traffic? Because right now it looks nice and not busy. Yeah. So every morning I've woken up and I'm 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 within a mile of the lake. So I got to imagine there are giants around here. Um, every morning I've woke up and I've gone out right around sunup, and there are always three or four bass boats right around here. So about 30, 40 feet out into the water, it just drops straight off to about 90 feet. And then yeah. if you go out even further, it drops out even to like 240 is what Navionics is telling me, which I don't want to get above that. Bro, there are floating hotels that go by here. Right. Um, and they... Dude, they, they put that foghorn on at like 4.30 in the morning. That, that shit will wake you up. So we're staying in this, uh, where is it? Oh, there it is. Oh, wait, that way. We're staying in this historical mansion. Um, pretty sure it's haunted. It's called Maple Grove. <laughs> um, there's a lot of uh, crazy little rooms in there. But it is it is cool. It is a very nice little place. Um, 1838, that puppy was built. So it's definitely haunted, no doubt. Um, so what I'm finding, though, is right off of, so there's a nice flat, 15 foot area as you go out and then all of a sudden it dives down uh to about 70 80 um the weeds cut off at about 30 35 feet which is way deeper than i was expecting um way deeper sometimes they cut off at 20 but i found them as deep as 30 35 um right at that weed edge though is where i've been getting some hits um i got a nice i got a nice fat smallmouth this morning it was only 17 inches but my god it was fat uh, so i'm hoping that if i keep tagging this area i'm gonna come up with one of those giant you know postcard 21 inch eight pound smallmouth eight pound yeah right yeah. um if I, i'd be lucky for a four pound i'm i'm praying for a four pound <laughs> yeah yeah. Um, well, how, how long are you going to be there for? So I'm planning on coming back tomorrow afternoon, and then I'm going to go check out some spots on Lake George Thursday and Friday. When are you okay. coming in? Uh, I do it. Like, I'm, I'm winging the whole Lake George. Not winging it, because the area I fished before, I'm kind of familiar with. It's just going to be a different time of season. We've already talked about it. So I'm not going to be able to get there until, like, Friday afternoon, uh, which, you know, the way I fish, I don't need a whole time, a whole lot of time to pre-fish because I'm not out there um, – deep graphing shit so like my fish is pretty basic i like to find the grass and one of the best things you can do on this tournament is sanko the docks and yeah. sanko them hard yeah, but so, if uh, you can find a deep dock too deep docks are really good 15 20 feet you'll find fish yeah yeah so but, no, i was gonna ask you uh because i i got tomorrow off and i was thinking about going up north to uh the Teresa area, which is really, I think it's close to you. We'll, we'll talk later and see if we can look at it. But there's a, there's a, there's a, ch there's a chain of lakes called the, uh, the Indian river, like the, the Indian river lakes. Uh, it, it should be really close to you. It's, it's up there in Teresa, but I'm heading there tomorrow. I might see if you want to link up and, um, go fish in these like smaller body of waters that produce some really good sized fish. Um, they're, it's, it's pretty unique, this area. I, I'm looking at, uh, some bringing some tournaments up there next year because this area is like perfect for kayaks, like, boats with big motors can't get on there the, some of them are deep some of them are shallow there's like 18 different lakes to choose from they're loaded some of them loaded with small mouths some of them are loaded with like just gigantic large mouths so i was gonna see if you want to like possibly if you're up there in that area i might head up there tomorrow and see you where is Teresa? where um, like is it lake is that near long lake uh, long lake i'm not sure about like uh, black lake um oh, okay. 
it's I think it's I think it's just south of you. It's uh we'll we'll look when we get done with the conversation. But uh, dude, there's some oh, really good fishing over there. I'm in. If it's yeah. just south of me, absolutely. All right. Well, damn, dude. Uh, what's uh, your plans? So what? What's your plans? Where are you staying? Uh, I'm gonna stay at the uh, at Rogers Rock, whatever. I'm, I'll be sleeping there. Uh, I'm pretty much gonna be staying in the North End. Uh, but uh, so what? Yeah, yeah, man. Hit me up if you uh, you got any questions. You need a place to crash for the night. Hit me up. I'm uh, I'm 30 minutes south of the lake, but um, happy to help if you need it. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, enjoy the rest of your vacation. Catch a big smallmouth, and I'll talk to you in a little bit, and we'll figure out about this tomorrow, okay? Dude, congratulations on the list. Uh, you. you know, love your podcast. Thanks for making me a part of it. Um, you know, honored. I'm honored, buddy. Cheers. Cheers, man. Have a good time. I'll talk to you soon, all right? Cheers, brother. See you, buddy.